Okay, that's fine. That's part of it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, First episode in here. Start the recording. Is this episode 51? This is episode 51. <sighs> okay. Wow. Wow. Oh, hi there, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Uh, the Doc here, and welcome to episode 51 of That Reminds Me Of. Today, we're talking about Eternals, which is the latest star-studded saga in the Marvel Universe. Hey, Baron. How are you? How you doing, Doc? I was just... Okay, so I should just start by saying this is our second time in this studio recording, mm. but actually the first time that's le- that we're going to keep it because last time I forgot to press record. And then we went into lockdown and all sorts of things happened. Um, and the other thing I should say is that I've just realized that while we're trying to figure out how we do introductions and stuff, <laughs> yeah. that by introducing ourselves to that camera we're completely off of mic so well anyway we're the point is we're still figuring it out yeah so we've got several cameras here uh, but we're, <laughs> yeah. we're generally going to try and talk to each other yes yes uh, yes but, and and on that on that other episode that we did that's going to be go down in history i think as the mm-hmm. lost episode yeah and maybe in decades to come when all the fans just have been beating down our doors we may release that even with the bad audio with the bad audio um it was episode 49, Black Widow. Black Widow. And then we just went, scrap that, we're doing a new 49. Yeah. And I don't remember what that was, but it was a ripper. No, me either. But here we are finally in the studio. This is yes. so bloody exciting. It's cool, hey. And we're just coming out of lockdown. We're all here with no masks, even though we're probably meant to be, but that's fine. And I say all because we have we have a new addition to our team as new, well. A new cast member. A new cast member. <laughs> Albeit somewhat in the background. Yes. Uh, go for it. Who have we got? So we ne- we've never talked about where we work, right? Yeah. And I don't think we will. But we work in a corporate gig. We've said that. We have another fella from our corporate job who's joined us. He is the maestro, mm. Salvatore. Comes from... Well, he doesn't come from... <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Introduced, introduced himself. And I'm, I, I'm editing that out. I'm editing that out. Let's start again. We have the maestro, Salvatore, who comes from our job, our workplace, and yeah. is now part of our team. Um, what is the role that we're calling this? We, we don't even really know what to say, but he's going to be editing, live cutting, um, mm. helping us not make bad decisions making sure we look and sound good and just and joining us for films and chipping in. Well, the job is the maestro. He's yeah. like the conductor. Absolutely. You know, you've got the musicians here and then he's just calling the shots. He's the puppet master. Yes. All of these sorts of things. Uh, so he, he brings a, a wealth of talent from Naples <laughs> in Italy and yeah. uh, he brought it here and he's gifted us gifted gifted us it to us he has and he's he's been quiet now because we haven't given him a microphone <laughs> but we will one day probably do that <laughs> he can still talk though you want to say hi sal hi everyone <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay we may hear awesome. more from sal in coming episodes let's keep him quiet for now because <laughs> you, you get him started i'll tell you what you know you might take over the show absolutely absolutely so Spe- speaking of the show the show um well first of all we're like We've gone to the movies. Yes. After a long time of not being able to go to the movies, and the first thing we saw was Eternals, mm. the Eternals. 
The no, new... I think it's Eternals. Is it just Eternals? I, I, I believe. Oh, jeez. Oh, I don't Bad know. Bad start. Sal. <laughs> <laughs> Is Sal. it the Eternals or I Eternals? Think, I think it's Eternals. Oh, I think yeah. it's Eternals. Okay. There you go. Yeah. He's going to Google it. <laughs> Look that up, Sal. Um, so, yeah, we went to the movies to see that. Yep. It was the Ripper Palace deal where you get the ice cream, the popcorn, and the drink of your choice. Yeah. Uh, so we couldn't say no. We are not yet sponsored by Palace Cinemas. No. But yeah, we give them a lot of free sh- plugs. Don't I we? think we do. As as we um, gain some momentum, <laughs> I think I think we're going to try and get them on board. But they they were so this is not not sponsored, but they were awesome. They always are. Ice cream, wine, and popcorn. So yeah, we saw the Eternals. And yeah. do we have to talk about what's been going on in our life this time? Or well, look, we don't have to. Yeah. But I am interested because okay. you always have a lot of stuff going on in your life especially yeah. recently all your film stuff is going a bit bananas yeah is there any any updates since the last time i can't remember what your last success was um no no <laughs> <There's> no <laughs> <Nothing. update. Okay. laughs> i mean i've just been working on it all and uh we we got into a couple more festivals um tomorrow i'm joining a round table for um the rock horror film festival in brazil the rock horror yep so okay. i'll be talking to them about the film um, along with the editor, Luke, who's in Perth. Mm. And uh, aside from that, no, just bits and pieces. What about you, Doc? What are you um, reading? What are you reading at the reading, moment? Reading. I've actually got it in my cargo pants right here. Like Cargo pants. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> have, you, have you been watching um, reels on Instagram? Same as TikTok. Um, I've, just, <laughs> <laughs> I've just sort of started looking at them. And there's this thing that keeps on coming up with these... Women who say, oh, I love your dress, and they say it's got pockets, 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 and they do this little dance all about oh also happy that it's got pockets. I've missed that, but it's great. Anyway, my cargo pants has pockets, so you can put a lot of things in. Well, that was a strange um, throwback to Black Widow as well. Remember there's the whole commentary the whole way through about how the younger sister has this great vest with loads of pockets? It's so true. There you go. It just reminds me of that great episode we did. The, the best episode. episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to see the light of day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bloody pockets. Um, okay, yeah, I'm making a bet with myself, a commitment to talk about a book every time. So that yes. means I'll read one every couple of weeks. Beautiful. Um, this one is uh, yeah. Letters to a Young Poet. So it's uh, Raina Maria Rilke, <laughs> um, who's, a, who's a German poet. Do you know it? This book is in a movie. Is it? I'm sure it is. I'm probably, sure I saw a movie where it's famous. a character says to another character, read this book, and it, and it's, it changes her life somehow. But anyway, we'll yeah, come back to that. Yeah, well, it's the, the, the whole thing is it's, a, it's not fiction. It's, uh, Rilke is a real poet, and this young poet, like in his teens is uh, writing letters to this established poet who is only bloody 27 or something, so he's still a boy. Yeah. Um, and asking for, you know, advice on his writing career and all that sort of stuff. And this is Rilke as the kind of old man, 27-year-old, giving advice to the young poet. I love it. Which is quite ridiculous um, in a way, but it's, it's good. Yeah. And the ridiculous thing is that at the same time that he's giving advice, Rilke is also a kind of student or apprentice, not apprentice, helper <laughs> to the sculptor Rodin, who did the, did the thinker yeah. stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's weird. So Rilke is, he's, is an apprentice to this master and also giving advice to a young kid. I love it. Anyway, There's layers. There you go, layers. Are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it. It's great. Awesome. Okay. Um, if anybody 
in YouTube land can think of what that movie is, where that book is given to a young person, I would love to know. Because mm. I've seen it. I've seen it. I think it's a series. Is it? Yeah. A series. Okay. Because I remind me something. Yeah. Put it in the comments, people. Comment. Uh, remember to subscribe. <laughs> subscribe and like and put it in the comments. We're still not good at this stuff, <laughs> the subscribe and like stuff, but we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. What's well, about enough about our life. Yeah. Eternals. 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 Not the Eternals. Yes. Talk to me. I don't know where to start, honestly. Um, I will I will start, actually, by saying that we made a little bit of a pact to each other some episodes ago, mm. r- fairly recently. That's right. That we would sort of try to be kind in our criticism, because we're not really here about being critics. We're really here because we're film fans and we want to just talk about films and, and the things that we love about them and what yep. we were reminded of while we were watching them which reminds me that we haven't really done our intro fully, but that's fine. Um, and this film, I think I could tell by looking at you while we were in the cinema, and I know what I was feeling, that we had issues with it. Um, so I think sometimes we just have to be truthful about what we think about a film, but we'll try and do it in a, in a constructive way. I think we can be constructive here because Absolutely. I have every respect for Chloe Zhao, the director. For Agreed. starters, we recently talked about Nomadland. Yeah. Everyone's seen it, and it's obviously a big was a big hit. Uh, and I, I really, really love that movie. I think she's great. Mm. Uh, yep. And the cast individually, I could just about go th- through all of them, and I think they're great. Yep. As you know, actors. As actors. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. However, I really didn't like the film. Yeah. I, I, I reacted quite badly to it. Um, yeah. Not not in a really, really visceral, negative way, just in a, I couldn't be bothered continuing with this sort of way. Yeah. I've got thoughts about why I think I had a similar response to it. Um, but I will agree with you. Chloe Zhao, awesome director mm. in her own right. She's done a lot of amazing stuff. And Nomadland was next level. I, I can remember coming out of that and you and I had a chat and just saying, it's now you know, hers to do with whatever she mm. whatever she wants with this new fame that she's garnered for doing making such an amazing yeah. film. And then to find out that the next thing she was going to be doing was a Marvel film was just kind of weird, right? You're mm. going... You, you, and this is something that happens in the Hollywood system every now and again, where you have someone make a breakout indie film and it's an incredible film, it gets a lot of attention, and then some exec somewhere goes well, we've got a new superhero film to make. Why don't we give it to this indie filmmaker and mm. see what happens? Some magic might happen. But you're at the same time, you're, you're throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at someone who's used to making, you know, like a $5 million film. And suddenly they're in the studio system. They're mm. making this huge film studded with stars. And I just feel like that is a recipe for disaster <laughs> 9.5 times out of 10 occasionally you get yeah. a Taika Waititi come out of that system and or a James Gunn and you and gold happens, right? But I just feel like it's a big risk, you know? It's a big risk. It's a noble enterprise, isn't yeah. it? Because, like, yeah. you, you, you're taking someone who's shown they've got clear chops to do stuff yeah, and you're giving them a go and, yeah, you, you, you're waiting for the magic to happen. Yeah. I think in maybe other setups of films it may have happened, but... Uh, this one, not quite. Uh, 
but she she has set herself up i suppose like she would have been paid a packet yeah uh and now the next film is her choice yeah yeah so it'll be interesting to see what she does with that choice if she goes down the dark path great point or um or chooses you know, nomad land too and i say all that um as if like she's not an adult and can't make her own decisions <laughs> right like yes she had every choice to say do i want to make a marvel film next or not and she said yes and put her hand up for it being th- given the opportunity and all the money well so, would, would you put your hand up for it like i haven't i haven't made a nomad land but i reckon if i had yeah i'd probably say yes to marvel i would say yes to marvel too but i would be i i hope i would be I wouldn't be clouded by the opportunity and think a little bit about the script and whether or not I'm the right fit to make that film. But who knows? Who knows, actually, is the answer. You know, yeah. what, what are you going to do in that situation? Nobody can say until you're there. Well, that's Chloe. We've done, we're done with her. We love yeah. her. We're too keen about the film in general. Do we want to dig into the actual film? Yeah. Um, of, yeah. You know, at least what I remember. And um, you know, we haven't talked about the synopsis of the film at all. We're a little bit all over the place today. So should we try to give her a little rundown on it. Okay. I don't think I'm capable of that. Mm. Do you want to have a crack? I'm going to have a go. Um, I haven't thought about it too much. Um, mm. And if I fail, then we'll throw to Sal. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the beauty here? Yeah. If we fail, we throw to Sal. Yeah, absolutely. It's beautiful. Let's put a bit on your analysis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. So um, you've got... While I pour a drink. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Yes. You've got an... Yeah, I'll do that too. You have an alternate reality Marvel thing going on. It's actually the same reality, but it feels self-contained and like it's its own world, right? Well, no, it is it it is the same reality, isn't it? Oh, it they, is. Yeah. I think they... They, they per- do... Purposely they, mention, like, the other parts of the reality, don't they? They do. And I think they do that because if they didn't say it, yeah. you would have no idea. You would have no other mm. touch point for this being in the same universe. Because, you know, Iron Man never shows up. None of the other heroes show up that you're used to. Mm. It's really just them saying, oh, yeah, remember how, like, half the world disappeared a little <laughs> while ago? Yeah, that's the world we're living in, everybody, you know? Yeah. But anyway, that aside, um, the the idea is that you have these eternal beings and they're kind of like a like an A-team squad. Like there's, I don't know, seven of them, a few. I'm guessing. Yep. A, few, a number. One for every continent. Yes. <laughs> Something go. like that. Something like that. And uh, they have a, a wide... And, and kind of like um, Cap- the Captain Planet team, like they're quite diverse. Mm. And they're all sort of named after Greek gods or demigods or whatever. I don't really know the mythology too well. So. Cultural figures. Yeah. Um, and the point is, is that they were put on Earth to protect the planet from... Um, these creatures called deviants that you know nothing about other than deviants are bad for some reason and trying to destroy things and the Eternals are there to protect Earth from that happening. And the deviants look a little bit like um, those dog aliens <laughs> in... Oh, I'm just blanking on the film. Anyway, any number of in, aliens, in every any number In of every aliens. film where yeah. there's, there's ugly, stupid uh, aliens. Correct, with big teeth and yeah. like things flowing off them and stuff so they're kind of like that um animalistic but but alien versions yeah and um they just fight over the millennia and you get you get told that the eternals have been here for seven thousand years and they're just here until someone says they can go home their big god boss that lives off 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 site and so um that's sort of the situation and it's really kind of a a character drama 
um, in, in many ways because they're all falling out with each other all the time and splitting off into different parts of the world and, and you know, there's a, bit of, a whole bunch of angst. And then in the middle of that whole situation, um, they, get, they discover that actually they weren't here for no reason and that the Earth is, has become a um, kind of like the movie Alien it's like a host for a, a sentient being that um, will, a giant being that will come out of the earth at a certain point of time, destroy the planet, and there, and from the stuff of planets, create a whole new galaxy or a whole new solar system. And, and is that what it was about? That's, uh, yes, yes. And <laughs> yeah, the humans are like the battery power source of this sentient being, and, and they've the, the Eternals were here to protect them the whole mm. time, and now they've realized that their real job was just to let Earth, the numbers, multiply until we got to a big enough battery source that the sentient being could be born. Have I summed it up? Well, well no, well, that, that doesn't sound familiar to me at all. <laughs> Is that not the film that you were watching? <laughs> I, just, I just don't remember it. Um, I think I checked out halfway through, Yeah, honestly. Um, but I got the, yeah. the 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 gist and the you know the look of the film and the the performances. Yeah. But as far as the plot, I got no idea. It just it just seemed to be going in every which way, and I just couldn't grasp it. Yeah. And and that that frustrated me, and and to the point where I stopped trying. So all of that, I do not remember. You know what? Apologies. You make a great point though, and I don't know if it's That's, the point you're making. Well, but the, I'm going to take. Very this nice point. of you to yeah. suggest that. Chloe Zhao aside. This story is 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 batshit crazy. I mean, and it and it it exists within the Marvel universe, but they've just introduced so many new rules. Mm. Like we're just getting over Thanos. I still can't even figure that out. You know, half the people leave and then they come back, and then you know what's going on, and and how does it all fit? And then suddenly we're we're meant to just sort of take in our stride that there's this giant being also in the Earth that that we're actually all just here as a battery for that and it's going to destroy the world and and what have we all been fighting for i don't know but then these these eternals who we've never met before are the only ones that can save us and forget the rest of the avengers it's the bloody matrix isn't it so you've <laughs> yeah. got the avengers is, yeah. is a crazy concept the avengers and all the other iron man and everyone yeah i don't know who's who um then you've got a, the layer outside of them these eternals that we never knew existed yeah and the eternals were created by some other super species weren't they some totally different thing um, never heard the, of them before either. the celestials or something, yeah, something like that um so we've got a lot of exploring to do in this in this universe i'm not sure i'm up to it but you know yeah. it's, it's certainly a, a a big palette yeah now sal mentioned on the way out mm. that you know we should trust within the Marvel Universe that there is a, go- a greater plan. And i got to say, Kevin Fee or Fay? Kevin Fee? Fay? I'll run with what your guess is. Um, Fee. Kevin Fee mm. has so far proven that he's, got, he's pretty switched on. Like he, he's mm. got a plan. There is a plan and it is working, right? That they are making more movies than should ever have been made uh, mm. possible within this whole like universe. And there's more to come, many more. So, you know, maybe maybe it will all pan out and it'll all just become part of the milieu. Mm. I'm just saying that word because it sounds intelligent. Yeah, I rarely say milieu. <laughs> yeah. I rarely find an excuse to say it. But well, that was a, excellent a good one? opportunity. I've been looking for opportunities. Great. Not found one, but that's, okay. a, that's a good one. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, maybe 
Maybe there's a reason. Maybe it'll all make sense later. Yeah. No, there probably is. I think I think Sal, again, we're referencing Sal quite a bit today. Yeah. Uh, but I think... Because he's here with us all of a sudden. He's here with us, but... He might well be last. Yes. That's true. Um, I think he said something like, like it, it's, it's a required film in order to, you know, uh, set the groundwork for the next generation of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's probably true. So let's let's um, give it credit for that. Yeah, we'll... and say okay, we're not dissing it completely. We're saying it's necessary. At least the benefit of the doubt. The benefit of the doubt is that the right thing? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> however, however, as a film, it just didn't mm. sit right with me. Like, yeah. So we've. Uh, what can we talk about? There's there's such a enormous star-studded cast yeah for for starters um who you got you got angelina jolie underused yeah in this film absolutely major star just sort of a side character it was a bit weird and not the only one yeah uh who Gemma chan like now i could look at Gemma chan all day long what has she else has she been in recently? That, she was in Humans, that series. Ah, yes. I was and trying to she place was her. Just perfectly incredible cast face, for that. Because yeah. yeah. that was she was like the like a perfect AI being there and she she really looked it and she yep. played it beautifully. And I thought she was really watchable in this too, although the the character just a bit wooden and mm. empty. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts about her? I agree. I think all of them didn't really have the moment to shine that they mm. that they needed to make this come off. Yeah. Um, the only one that I was still impressed with um, was the young fella. Oh, yeah, you were, weren't the you? The Irish guy. Yeah, what's his name? I'm just really um, blanking on his name. I'm hoping you have it Barry, right uh, I can't pronounce Irish names, but yeah. uh, Keegan. Yeah. Yep. Barry Keegan, who is uh, Droog. 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 I, I just I just think he's such a he's got such a great face and a and mm. an an intensity and he's gonna he's going places. He's gonna be he's gonna be huge. I think um we we discussed this, didn't we? He was in the killing of the sacred deer of a sacred deer. Yep. Which was a cool little different sort of film. Yeah, and the Green Knight, which I saw recently. Ah, I haven't seen that yet. And is a ripper. Ripper, okay. Yeah. Maybe that'll make it onto the yeah. set list. Yeah. Um, who else did we have? We well, What I found odd was we had the two Game of Thrones brothers. Now, this is a bit of a gimmick. Richard Madden mm. as Icarus, who predictably flew into the sun, um, and Kit Harrington, yeah. um, the, the, the two kings of the north. Yeah. Uh, Great call. Yeah, and it just it felt a bit odd that they're placed in such close... Proximity. I know that shouldn't matter, but in a love triangle as well. In a as love the two triangle, love, as the two love interests of the same woman. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Look, I guess that's a talking mm. point. It gets people yeah. into the theaters. That's what it is. I um, think that's all it is. But I still found it odd. I felt that my worlds were getting confused. Yeah, yeah. And we talk about Game of Thrones quite often, don't we? It sort of finds its way in there. It does and, find and there's its way. a lot of the actors. I guess because they're all there's a lot of great actors mm. in that show, and they've they've. And they were stuck in this thing for so long, and yeah. then all of a sudden they've made their mark, yeah. and they're exploring the rest of the world, Absolutely. which is cool to see. That is cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, so I think it was well cast, generally. Mm. Uh, yeah, generally. It just I don't think any of them really had that much of a chance to shine individually. Yeah. And probably because they were trying to do too much in this film, and therefore didn't really do any of it justice. 
one of my main complaints about the film is the uneasy tone of, <laughs> between sort of semi yeah. semi sort of serious comic book nerd and trying to get some humor in there but but not quite not quite landing it and and it being out of place that is a great call i i think i think what we're circling around if i were to sum it up what is just this general too many ideas and none mm. of them really followed through to conclusion or allowed to sort of be to come to conclusion like they're just there's too many ideas there's too many things going on yep. too many characters um too many themes and none of them get a chance to to be concluded or like you know worked out properly on screen so you end up with a an unsettling kind of boring kind of confusing film that is not memorable in and is a bit of a i think a bit of a misstep amongst mm. all the other marvel films that have been coming out um for years now that generally like they they nail some most of that stuff pretty well they do i think we mm. might get to some of those in the films that it reminded me of at least yeah uh, for better or worse uh do we have any other talking points about the film before we get to our re- references i'm just curious to know um sal what do you what do you, what did you think about the film uh, confused. confused. <laughs> uh, I expect more from Marvel. Yeah. That's that's why they man. I say well, we need to trust them. Yeah. I like oh, it. so so you're <laughs> trusting them, Sal, even though you didn't like it. So. Yeah. Okay. That's. There is a reason. No, that's 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 fair. I know, and deep inside, I'm probably a bit the same. Even though I was disappointed, mm. I kind of think, okay, maybe they're doing it. For, well, they, they are doing it for a reason because you know there's going to be movies in the future, so they're, yeah. set, they're setting some groundwork. Absolutely, mm. um, and they're sort of too big to fail now. There's, it's mm. kind of like there's so many films mm. that if one takes a misstep, then they can pick it up on the next one. You know, like I think there's a bit of that going on now, which is mm. pretty, pretty crazy. If I can add something, hopefully, is not the Fantastic Four. Oh yeah. Situation. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, right? Yeah. Is if if it is a, if it is a major misstep, then in four years' time they can just remake it yeah. with a new director. They can just suicide squad it, right? And just go. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna get rid of all of the actors because I like Margot Robbie. I'm gonna keep her, but I'm gonna reboot this whole thing, new director, and pretend the last one didn't happen. I have. I right? didn't even know that's what they've done. Have that's they, what they've done. They've done that. I've seen the done. latest one. That's how blatant it is now. They didn't even bother recasting Margot Robbie. They just kept her, recast everyone else, <laughs> and, wow. and got a new director. And went, yeah, Suicide Squad. That's, We're doing it again. That sort of wrecks the romance for me. You know, I like to I feel like I'm buying into something that has some longevity. Yeah. I should uh, mention that's DC and that's not Marvel, but I'm just throwing them all in the same well, category. Yeah. Look, I think there's a lot to be a lot to be talked about and again I'll probably mention it and it reminds me it's about DC Marvel, the differences, yeah, the similarities. Oh, I like where this is going. Okay. Yeah. Jump uh, into that. Tell me. Should we jump into this? Yeah. Well, okay, we're, we're now into you know the next part of the show, which those of you at home <laughs> is where is where we talk about not just the film but the films and other references that it reminded us of. 
Hence the name that reminds me of. Um, so this, this, um, let's never do that again. Okay. <laughs> You're a more natural performer, aren't you? Whereas I'm, I'm very much a barrel the camera type of performer. Sometimes you got to do it. I think that's the Sometimes. chemistry. That's the chemistry. Yeah. Um, okay. It reminded me of uh, Justice League. Yeah. To the in the in the way the original Justice League, not the one that I think we had an episode on. Yeah, the, the original Snyder. cut down. Yeah, original Justice League. Pre Snyder, pre yeah. pre Snyder. Yeah, that was um, obviously DC, mm-hmm. uh, and that raced through plot points, just ticking the box. We got to do this, 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 yeah. this, this. It felt yeah. very much like that. Yes, great um, call. Yeah, and that was a. Uh, a two-hour film that then became a four-hour film once Snyder got his hands on it again and Mm. made you realise how much story was in there that they had, you know, filmed and then had to try to, you know, the execs had got their hands on it, got a new director in, let's just re-edit, crunch this down, see what we can do with it. Um, You do get a sense, I wonder, if maybe, you know, Chloe Zhao's version... Mm you know, without execs breathing down her neck would have been something that had, like, more room to breathe and would have been a longer, more developed thing, kind of like Snyder's, maybe. That, that, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah it, it just felt... Same problem. Same problem. And, like, mm. yes, she did a good job in introducing a whole stack of characters and a whole stack of backstories a little bit. Yeah. But not enough to stick with a guy who was sort of half-cut drinking red wine. <laughs> we did have a bit of red wine. We did we? have a bit of red wine. <laughs> and look, I don't think that's on us. It's not on us. I, th- no. I, th- I think you... We you should be allowed to be drunk and still get the film. And still get it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Anyway, that's my first one, <laughs> Justice League. I've got a couple more to go, but uh, I'd be interested in well, any that it reminded you of. Um, look, this is the time where I have to admit that I haven't done my homework and don't have great <laughs> reminds me of today. Well, um, we never do, really. No, we never have great ones. You're right. You're it's right. just a gimmick. Um, I, in fact, don't have any that are coming to mind. So you want to r- rest on, on my homework? What I was planning to do, because look, you've written things down on paper. I was just going to listen to what you had to say and then just comment. Just bounce. Yeah. Okay. No, you're good at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We'll in, do- my, in my defense, I did set all this up. So while you wrote a couple of pieces of paper, I was building this. That's true. Yeah, That's just... true. I did, I did, I did nothing <laughs> off of this. So no, I agree. I, I just come along it's for terrible. the ride. I built this months ago. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, great call. Yeah. Now, a couple yeah. of things. Firstly, the the lead who, you know, um, what's her name? Wonder Woman? Uh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Godot, Godot, we has, established. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, beautiful, great actor. Gorgeous, gorgeous, great actor. <laughs> but so wooden yeah. in that film. Yes, Gemma Chan uh, as well. Like, mm. sort of the same. Like she was. I really find her nice to watch. I, I think she's a great actor. Mm. Uh, but there was no sort yeah. of real depth to the character. And the main thing is there was no humour. Well, yeah. not, not a lot of humour. Yeah, particularly with her character. With her character. It was played so straight. Yeah. Which is which is fine in Nomadland, but in a superhero movie, I just would have liked a bit more yeah. super heroine in her. It's... I So maybe what that issue is, mm. is a lack of clear character motivation and direction, you know? Mm. It, it, it's... 
it's like um, the character has not been given enough to do. Yeah. You know, she she's sort of most of the time, you know, she's meant to be this kind of um, stoic warrior, but that's sort of just not really enough, is it, any, anymore, you know? Like you, you used to be able to, you know, make Superman sort of look that way perhaps or, or some of the, the superheroes, but it doesn't really play. And now we're, all we want is, is uh, more human depth and more character and more and more so to the point where we're getting all these films like Joker and so on. Yeah. And um, to have someone who's just a stoic hero that's kind of, you know, getting going, just going about their business just isn't enough, you know? Now, if you remember the Superman movies of the 80s, mm. like that was pure comic book. Yeah. And yet, yet I felt I knew him, you know? I yeah. felt I really knew what he was made of. Yeah, so I wonder what's changed there. I guess, yeah... Again, maybe it's just too many characters. Too many, yeah. Too much to do and not enough time. Mm. And she wasn't really, perhaps just, perhaps she just didn't have enough to work with. Mm. I don't know. Okay, let's shelve her. Although I must say, yeah. even despite some criticisms yeah. of of the whole film, I think she's the one that, uh, you know, compelled me the most. Yeah. Like I, I was still interested in her despite being disappointed that, Maybe that's what. Maybe that's why I was disappointed that she wasn't more fully fleshed out mm. because she actually she had all the potential. She got she? she got me in, and I think she's got some presence, and I hope they explore her and actually delve into it a bit. I wonder if there will be another Eternals, or if this is it. Like they've just mm. this is the experiment, and it didn't work out. Well, maybe it will work out. Who yeah. knows? I could probably just Google that and see mm. Marvel's got Eternals two three, four, five, all planned for the next sort of like five years. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> okay, so you, you, this is all on me, isn't it's it? It's all on you. Sorry, yeah, it's all on you. Um, yeah, what else you got? <laughs> uh, so I've got here a note, DC Universe in general. Um, now, I think this is a point to talk about the fact that like Marvel has always been bloody funny. Yeah. Iron Man's funny, Spider-Man's a bit funny, the Avengers are hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. And all of it, it feels like they're almost trying to be more DC mm. in that... This one does. Yeah. Yeah, which I is agree. Which is odd because DC is not as compelling. I always, I just always assumed that the, the, the folks over at Marvel were just laughing at the DC folks all the time, just like, oh, but look now, at them giving this a go. It's as if they're copying them. Yeah, now it seems that way with this film, doesn't it? Yeah, which, which I mm. just don't get. Um, and if you compare it like specifically to, say, Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy, you could say for... Um, uh, for Eternals, okay, it's 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 tricky to introduce so many characters and to inject humour and mm. to get people to know them. So that, that's it's a hard gig. Look at Guardians of the Galaxy and that that first film, you love all the characters, you know everything about them. So it's it's been done and they're funny. Yeah, and it's a, a riotous ride. Yeah, so it's possible, and yet this one hasn't done it and it's gone more DC. The, the whole the whole DC Marvel thing and their different approaches has been widely commented on. Mm. And I think both both of the universes, they've had some successes. But overall, Marvel is, I think, winning at the superhero game at the moment. Mm. Uh, with the exception of like a couple rippers that have come out of DC that are just like really, you know, game changers. Totally different approaches. And like you say, Marvel comedy and that sort of, that sort of slightly more lighthearted approach mm. has really worked for them 
And this doesn't feel like that at all, this film. Yeah. Mm. And that's the issue. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe it will. Maybe yeah. that's the future. Maybe they're, they're well ahead of the game that really the only people left watching these films are the hardcore ones that have read the comics and want to see it, yeah. you know, fully realised. Yeah. But I don't know. I think they're going to lose some audience as well. I think so. I, actually, I haven't looked at all to see what, like, Rotten Tomatoes thinks about this film um, and or what the wider world seems to be saying. Mm. So I'm, I have no idea what the commentary is. I'll have to have a look afterwards. I'll be curious to see. Um, but I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling that it's not going to be one that's spoken well of in general. I think uh, I think the critics panned it. Mm-hmm. So and but the you know everyday punters might be a bit more forgiving. Yeah, I think that's the vibe. You know what got to me? Just as a general note, um, in terms of storytelling, they didn't they they didn't define our antagonist. So true. And you, the like for the first half of the film, you're just going, why are these things attacking? What do they want? Why are they sometimes so easy to kill and other times really difficult to kill? <laughs> and what's the point of them? You know, and you're just wondering that for so, so long in this film. And I think that's just, the, that's the major, that's like a huge flaw right there. You just can't get away with that, you know? Mm. Well, well, difficult to kill and easy to kill, I think, is a trope that happens in a lot of these films. Often, you know, yeah. at the start of the film, they're bloody impossible to kill. Yeah. And then at the end of the film, they get killed. Yeah. Um, but I agree in this one, the they were just a bit indistinct. Like, the, um, they didn't really bring anything other than a, uh, you know, than a random kind of threat. Yeah. And for that to be the threat that these Eternals have, have gone for centuries trying to protect humankind from yeah. these these little sort of, um, you know, wild boar sort of monsters. Yeah. It seems a bit much when they've, they've purposely stayed out of human affairs except for the crises. Mm. They've completely glossed over Thanos, you know, killing half of the universe. Right. They've just sat back and watched it. Yeah. Just like they... They didn't introduce the steam engine when they could have, <laughs> right? Uh, so it's 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 all a bit that that's all a bit shaky. That that um yeah that that uh, motivation yeah absolutely. You know this feels like it could have been aha. I have a reminds me of for you. Oh, this this finally. feels like yeah I know right. I just like to leave it right till the end. <laughs> um, it could have been a little bit like a a, a stand apart um, spin off series, a little bit like Loki was. Oh yeah, and you know, did you did you see that show at all? Have I seen Loki? I know who he is. I don't think I've seen the the, the film. Oh, he's, he's not. He's not got his own series. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got his own season on Disney Plus, and there's this really great concept in there where um, basically they it it almost becomes like a little separate strand off mm. from the the main story that you're following, where he gets stuck in this loop where he's trying to. Um, you know, he he's basically become a deviant himself of time, and they've pulled him out of out of the the time continuum mm. um, because he's causing issues. And you discover there's actually like thousands of Lokis that have over <laughs> forever have been pulled up out of this out of yeah. um, time by this timekeeper character, and they're all different. 
Some of them are women. Some of them are crocodiles. Wow. Some of them are <laughs> like some of them are crocodiles. Yeah, some of them are weird yeah. monsters, and like they're all just different. And it's glorious because it's the Marvel universe, but it's its own little strand where anything can happen. And it feels like this should have been that, you know, like they should have just gone forget the rest. We're just this is the eternal strand, and we're mm. gonna have fun with it. I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> I was, I was about to wrap it up. I was waiting for you to finish. Okay. So that's <laughs> that's all I've got to say about the film. I mean, have you got anything else you wanted to add? Uh, look, okay, yes, I do. Oh, very nice. Uh, the ending. Mm. Um, so Jon Snow, Kit Harrington, yep. who had a very small part throughout the whole film yep. as just a mild-mannered boyfriend, <laughs> uh, sudden, suddenly at the end... We reveal that he, he, you know, there's more to come from him. Yeah. What? Are, let's let's. We can talk about the actual ending, mm. but I'd like to talk about the people that left the cinema before the end of the credits. I know these so-called comic book nerds. They were talking comics all through. Yeah. They stayed there for the first of the little scenes in the credits, but they forgot that at the very end, there's always a final little scene, and that was the gold that you're talking about. Mm. Yeah. Kid Harrington. That was probably the first time I got interested in the film. Yeah, I know. Mm. Um, he, he did leave a little hint just before the end of the film where he said, oh, by the way, my, my family's complicated. Yeah. And we were both like, oh, yeah, yeah there's going to be something going on there. And then, um, yeah, final scene. We started, we started going, oh, who's going to be in the final scene? And we were saying, yeah. we were saying it was going to be Kit Harrington yeah. and Nick Fury. And Nick Fury. And I'm sure that was Nick Fury's voice. It from certainly Nick, from... sounded like it. Yeah. I'm sure the pundits have some ideas, but like I'm just curious. Like, it, it sounded like it was him, and if it is him, you know, what's who is this kid? Har- Car- like, who is the kid? Harry? I can't say his name. Hit Hit Carrington. Hit Carrington. <laughs> who is this character? Who is this what did he get? Take out of the box. Yeah. Uh, if you're a hardcore Marvel fan, you would know instantly. I'm sure. It wouldn't it be nice if if this sparked like a new kid. Hit Carrington <laughs> movie where he's a you know more of a funny oh. you know vibrant Iron Man Spider Man-y sort of yeah. Marvel character, and these Eternals are are just in the background somewhere like they still exist. Yeah, we know about them. We know the the bigger picture, but this sparks a whole new fun adventure. I want to see him as a Marvel hero of some kind. That'd mm. be awesome. I don't know anything about his character yet, but he's a, he's a great actor and mm. he's. The character he plays that we've seen so far is kind of a sad sap, really. So it'd be <laughs> interesting was. to see, you know, what a Hugh Granty kind of sad sap <laughs> English guy turned superhero is going to be like. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, that's mm. Clark Kent a little bit. He was sort true. Of not, is... not not British, but yeah, uh, yeah, same thing. Absolutely, I like it. There's a lot to explore, but I don't think that's for today. I think we're done. I think we're done. I'm very happy to have had this first, you know, hit out. Yeah, man. And we've got things to fix. There are things to, to make better, <laughs> but this is a good start. This yeah. is a good start. And Sal. Sal. One thing that can't be improved <laughs> no. is, is Sal. No. So I think we're pretty happy to have him on board. <laughs> just quite. have a few things to fix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. He's a realist. He's a maestro and a realist. I love it. Uh, I but love it. I think that's all from the three of us for today. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, See Baron, see you next time, a couple of weeks, and we'll do another one. Absolutely. Catch you later. Au revoir. <laughs> awesome.